Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 407 for July 9th, 2023. My name is Nathan Reince-Ruth. Joining me this week, we have Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. Hello, everybody. And we're also joined by Andrew the Aroa McFain. I am the, that's the a, one and the only. That's I'm, his I'm su- the, superhero name, the Aroa. The. The? You're just The. Just the. <laughs> Uh, I mean, nobody's taken it yet. That's true. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth. Hey, uh, one of you, pipe up and tell me where we can find you. Not that uh, not that anybody's going to actually listen and, and follow, but what link should we go to to find you? In the event that somebody did want to follow us on any sort of social media or, you know, our projects or whatever, you could just go to aroa.website, A-R-O-A-H.website. I know that sounds silly if you've never typed it in before, but it'll work. It's got a, a cute little Pikachu on it and play some music. It's a great time. One of those links I want to draw your attention to is Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. If you're into Pathfinder and Rune Lords, you'll, you'll love it. And Sh- Shadowrun soon, right? Shadowrun soon. We could. It's, it's soon enough that we could start talking about it. Yeah. Again, not that anyone's going to hear, but it, it's soon enough that we could start talking about it. Hey, we have feedback. That apparently, so we did an episode zero. I don't know if it's on the main. Is it on? Is it? I I don't think it's listed. Is it? It's unlisted because I don't want it just being in the middle of the Clinton Score Classics feed. But it's it's not like it's a hidden link. Anyone can find it who has it. So yeah, yeah, share the hell out of that. And that we've got a little bit of feedback on episode zero for Shadowrun and uh, feedback. Yeah, well, I, I'm i only looking at the one. I don't know about the other ones. but I've, Everyone I've told about it who's bothered to get back to me says they really like it. Good, yeah, and, and we have the most recent one was done by our good friend Ash, who should be listening to this podcast but probably isn't, uh, said that they are, are very excited and they need to know more. I guess that's that's good that we have left them. Their interest is peaked, so once we start playing that, I assume... Ash is going to be joining and listening in on the podcast. Of course, you can find me. Yeah, thank you, Ash. Of course, you can find me, Nathan Reeds, Ruth, everywhere at Twitch. I'm sorry, at Twitch. At Reeton on Twitch, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. I will not be uh, playing games Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday this week because apparently... Uh, they want me to drive six hours and refresh three clinics on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's going to suck. It's going to suck bad. But that's all right, because I get paid mileage, and that's like $300 in travel, which is pretty great. Look, um, you have to travel, but it, it is cool you're going to get paid for it at least. Yeah, I get like $0.54 cents a mile driven or something like that, which... If you're driving a giant truck, which is what my, my manager does, he drives a truck so he loses money. Uh, but I have a Prius. I get like 50 miles to the gallon. So I, you know, I make a couple hundred dollars on the trip. Plus, I get a free hotel room and they, I forget what the comp for dinner is, uh, but they comp my food too. So I, I get like up to a hundred and something dollars a day in, in food, which is pretty great. Anyway, so Monday and Tuesday this week, I'll be playing some games. I'm currently, uh, we'll talk about the games that we're playing through here in just a second, but we're going to go to Aroa. What games have you played this week? Uh, mainly just Diablo, to be honest. Uh, I did hang out with uh, a couple of my, my in-person friends. I played Rock Band for like four hours yesterday. Oh, nice. Fun. You didn't invite Connor and me. Um, Connor lives six hours away, and you live like sixty hours away. So I could have flown there. It would have been. It would have been fine. It would have been yeah. fine. Yeah. And then flown back today, and then hopped on the <laughs> podcast. Uh-huh. It'd been great. Yeah, I'm sure you would have. You would have loved to do that. Yes, um, I. I would have. If I yeah, had, uh, if I had money and time, I would actually not be opposed to that. But I don't have the time. I do have the money. I just don't have the time have to the do money. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nothing, nothing special. I got, yeah, I got nothing. Aren't they, they're putting a blood knight into Diablo 4? Is that, 
No, what I read? That's, oh. that's Immortal. Oh. That's the mobile game. Oh, that's still a thing? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it makes them lots of money, considering, like, the game is completely built around you paying real money for shit. There's like eight people who are just consistently keeping that one server alive. Have you guys, have either of you guys played Diablo Immortal? No. no. What? I only play no. good games. What? No. what? Don't, you guys don't have phones? <laughs> Sorry, I, I, mean, I, I just wanted to make that joke because that's what, at the press that's, that's conference. What they said. Yeah, at the press conference when they announced it, he's like, what, you guys don't have phones? And everyone's like, fuck off. Get off the stage. It's also a PC client. So oh, I see. I see. That you can use if you want. If you're so a you fucking... can play a mobile game on your computer. Oh, boy. Why would you yeah. want to do that? So, uh, Connor. I mean, the Genshin PC client's pretty good. That's true. I, I do think it's weird that Genshin, and then we'll move on to Connor, but Genshin has a PC client, and it works pretty well, and then they have the mobile phone, but... When you play with the mobile phone, like you can't hook up a controller, but they already have that built into the PC client. So huh. you sh you should just be able to hook up a like a Bluetooth controller and play Genshin, but no, you can't do that. That is strange, considering that both mobile operating systems have controller APIs. I know, I I get that. Maybe they fixed. Maybe they've changed it, but uh, this is just from. Watching, I watch uh, some somebody who reviews phones and gadgets and stuff, and he he always complains about that whenever he's playing Genshin. Anyway, Connor, games that you've played, uh, games that are worth mentioning. I don't think anything. Of course, I played a little bit of Space Station Thirteen. Of course, I played a little bit of Mega Man Battle Network Two. I think I mentioned like a week or two weeks ago. I was doing all of the like end game before the final boss content. And boy, are especially on like Game Boy Advance era, if they wanted a game to last long, you know how they did it? They made you backtrack for 30 hours. <laughs> and I am sick and tired of it. I am at the point where I'm ready to just slam this game down and be done with it. But, uh, you know, it's got achievements, so I, I gotta torture myself. I completely understand that. We're gonna move on to the games that I played. Uh, of course, I stream again Monday through Friday. So I played on Monday... Uh, Normally on Mondays, I will play games with friends, but my friends were gone. <laughs> my friend Durga wasn't there, so I had, to, I had to play a game by myself, and that was AEW Fight Forever. I finished The Road to Elite, which is their storyline. It's only like three or four hours long. It's, it's pretty short. And then I was like, oh, man, I, I have like two hours I have to put into playing games and I've, I've beaten the game. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to delve into this terrible world of online play against people on AEW Fight Forever. Wrestling games are notoriously the worst to play online. They are terrible. So I decided to play AEW Fight Forever. And it, it went well. Actually, for a wrestling game, it is probably the best online experience I've had. There is some, there is some jank to it. Uh, like when I got like my finisher and I couldn't grapple the person because you have to grapple the person, then flick the right stick to do your finisher. And I don't know if that was. I'm I'm pretty sure I don't know if he was like exploiting something like hugging the like so, like the ropes or something to avoid it, but I just could not land a grapple on this guy. Uh, I also had. Uh, a fun little thing where I was playing ranked and if you quit out of a match it doesn't count as a loss for you and it doesn't count as a win for the other person which I think is uh, awful yeah it's not you don't, you don't want to do that and yeah they need, they need to implement something where it penalizes you for, for quitting out of a match and uh, what's fun is current wrestling games, uh, you can put in, like, your handle. So, like, I put in, you know, this is my... Larry Smith is the name of my, my person. But the handle, like, my social media handle was written. But they also show that as your wrestling handle. 
So when it quits out of the game, it says, you know, Reeton has left the match. And I was like, I wonder if these, if this motherfucker put their real, like, Twitter handle and then left the match. And so I downloaded the, the VOD, got a screenshot, I, and I'm, yes, I'm 100% petty, I don't care. Uh, got a screenshot of it, went, to, went on Twitter, looked up that name, and lo and behold, that was the guy <laughs> who had left. And so I was like, hey man, is this you? And it showed, you know, this person has left the game. Instantly blocked. They instantly <laughs> blocked me. But here's another thing. They're a kick, a kick streamer. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh man, if I had a kick account, I'm not going to create a kick account, but if I had a kick account, I would totally just go in there and fuck with the guy. <laughs> but I, I'm not, I'm not going to create a kick account to, to torment somebody. And... And also, if the guy was like 13, right, or 15 or something, I wouldn't really care. But I did watch a little bit of one of his videos, and he was talking about like the Xbox 360 days and all this. I'm like, okay, so he's at least in his 20s. Yeah. Uh, but it's not really worth it to go fuck with the guy. Uh, because it's on kick, I don't want to. I don't want to go down that dark hole. And also, he only has like twenty three followers, so I'm like, yeah, I don't. It's fine. But I did. I did find it hilarious that he just immediately blocked me when I called him out for uh, quitting out of the game. Anyway, uh, AEW Five Forever. It's all right. I would not recommend paying sixty dollars for it. I do not know why it's a sixty dollar game. Sounds terrible. Anyway, we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about the next game I played, no, which was... You kind of cut me off while I was talking, so I'm gonna cut you off while you're talking. Uh, oh, I did have huge. another game I wanted to talk about. Warhammer oh, okay. 10th Edition came. I, I know you were excited to tell your story, but uh, let me talk, buddy. Uh, Warhammer 10th Edition came out, and I got to finally get a game in on that. This is the fastest edition of Warhammer that I've played yet, and it, it, for an edition that's supposed to be incredibly less lethal, it sure does feel killy. Connor, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off real quick. Go on. Oh yeah, that's I forgot that I made that. And I, I'm gonna cut you cutting me off and just say that uh, Taylor Swift should have won the 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 whatever. I don't remember what it is. I have no idea. No, no, it was it was Beyonce. Beyonce is artist of the year. And why yeah. did Taylor Swift win the award? I I uh, I I don't uh, care. Grammy's racist. Yeah, that's ah, it. Donda, yeah. Donda, 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 Donda. I don't know, but, but I'm I'm sorry. What what were you gonna say about Warhammer? No, that that was it. Warhammer 10th Edition came out. Uh, I was able to get a game in, and it's incredibly fun. Uh, that the whole point of the edition is that they wanted to like calm down how killy things have been. Like, you know how when you make additions after additions after additions. You know, like DLC style. Eventually, the power scope just gets out of control. Pokemon that happened. So yeah, kind of like that. That that happened. So they did a big reset, and boy, has it been a long time coming. Did you win? I did. Good. Congratulations. Yeah, uh, Pokemon. Like, if you go to like the first generation Pokemon cards, they're useless. Absolutely useless against new stuff, just because the new stuff has just way more power level like way higher power levels anyway want to buy I, it otherwise i apologize for cutting you off earlier i did not know you had a warhammer minute we're gonna move on to my next game which was uh dragon's dogma that was the game i was playing through i ended up beating Dra dragon's dogma and uh it's good it's a good game i finally at the end of the game i finally felt like i could kill things <laughs> And then they're just like, oh, you think you can kill things? How about two chimeras and a necromancer? Have fun. I'm like, ah, oh, fine. And uh, I would recommend the game to anyone, but it is 
it it is a little bit it's not like a skyrim or anything you you have to put a little bit more of more thought into the game uh that being said i am i am pretty excited for dragon's dogma 2 when it comes out is there a release date do we know do we cover that i don't think they have i don't know man okay and then on wednesday thursday and friday again my Fridays, I normally play a random game, but I was like, ah, I'm enjoying this. So I played Shadowrun Dragonfall, which is the sequel to Shadowrun Returns. And uh, I like Dragonfall quite a bit. One thing that happened in the game for me, uh, which I would like to implement into our Shadowrun campaign, is um, they they did experiments on a giant troll with a minigun and made it so that he was a remote-controlled drone. Yep, that's called a bio-drone. You can do that. You just got to make it. All right, so here's my question. How do we get Lester to be cool with me making him into a biodrome? Uh, for those who don't know, Lester's the equivalent of the party paladin. He's kind of like if a, a Boy Scout was a vigilante. And yeah, I don't think he's going to be cool with abducting people and filling them with cyberware. No, 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 no. I want him to be the cyber drone. Oh, well, I mean... The easy answer is you you do it without him being cool about it. Quick lobotomy in the middle of the night, a little bit of cyborg installation. How? You got drugs sort of thing. It, you'll, if you listen to episode zero here in a month or two, uh, you'll, you you'll know right what we're talking Well, yes, but I mean when it's actually listed and, and on our, our, our main I will give Nathan thing. the link, and you could click on it in the link to this podcast, and I insist you listen to it. I work okay. real hard on it. Um. Well, well, we'll discuss this later. We'll discuss me bribing Pancetta to get Lester into a biodrone. Because um, I think Pancetta would help out with something like that, actually. Uh, the price is right. Yeah. So, uh, really fun game. I, I'm actually liking it quite a bit more than Shadowrun Returns. There's a lot more stuff that they just added into it. Like, they've added more. Uh, instead of just being able to get cyberware, you can actually get bioware, which is pretty great which takes up less essence, but it costs more. And that, that's really, really pretty cool. I like that, because I ran out of essence pretty quickly uh, mm. attaching different limbs to myself. I don't know why. It just, just happens. It goes away. And from what I understand, if you lose essence, you can never get it back. There are ways to get it back, but you have to like sit in a vat for a month while it regrows. Interesting. In, in, like, uh, like Dragon Ball. The Healing yeah. Chambers. Got ya. Anyway, those are the games I played. I played All Elite Wrestling Fight Forever, Dragon's Dogma, and Shadowrun Dragonfall. We are going to move on to some news stories now. The first news story, the first set of news stories is going to be about Twitter's new competition called Threads from Facebook. I do not think that this is good. Have have either of you used Threads? No. No. I'm just going to answer for one. No. 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 <laughs> it is. It is Instagram, right? It's just Instagram, but they've made it slightly different. Where they made it. Like, they made it. They made it into a Facebook clone, basically. Twitter. Twitter clone. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. A, a Twitter clone. You're correct. They made it into a Twitter clone, basically, and I. I I have no idea how well it's doing. Um, you can write well, posts. So that I heard it was like 10 million users, I think. And that's pretty good, right? I mean, well, I know I know Twitter has like a hundred hundreds of millions. Yeah. But they just started. It, like, they it's, just it's a Facebook product. Like yeah. duh, of course it's gonna get like millions of users. People are just gonna go, oh yeah, I'll do thing. And you gotta you're gonna have a ton of brands, which is is a thing. There are a ton of brands that are on there already because it's just a big advertising platform. Yeah, it says, according to the listing, Threads will Threads is a place where communities can come together and discuss everything from the topics you care about today to what will be trending tomorrow. Users can follow and connect with creators and others who love similar things or share it. Yeah, it's social media. That's all it is. Yeah, it's um, like, wow. If only there was already a platform run by Meta that had the exact same features. Yeah, I don't know where you could post pictures and like that platform is stories. Emerson users. 
I th- I don't know if yeah, we're think, talking about Instagram the... or Facebook. Yes, I, I, I was talking <laughs> about Facebook primarily, but um, yeah, I, I think Con- Connor possibly inadvertently hit the nail on the head that like probably the only reason that this is going to get any traction at all is that Meta has chosen to market this as an Instagram companion as yes. opposed to a Facebook companion because they know that only boomers still use Facebook. It says, yeah, it, uh, it does say here from TechSpot, uh, users can write posts which are up to 500 words for, uh, for followers who can then like, reply, and share them. And being linked to Instagram means you can log in with your handle and, uh, yeah, you can find your Instagram friends. So that might be... You can already you can do that with like Facebook though, and like they're all linked, so you just use one password for all of them, which I guess is good. But I don't. Why do I need three social medias from the same company? Branding. But yeah, it's it, yeah. It's just, you could just have. They're one. going. There are going to be a lot of people who go. I don't like Facebook. But I sure do like Instagram. I love Insta. Insta's great. They don't call it Instagram. They call it Insta. Dude, what? I, I worked with a 20-year-old kid recently. Like, yeah, why, that's, that's what they call it. They call I, it Insta and IG. Second? Why, why did they call it Finsta? I never got uh, that. Fin, Finsta's different. Fin, oh, a, Finsta, a Finsta is an alt account that you make to post things that you don't want people to see on your main Insta Page. That makes so much sense. Okay, I'm just I, I just oh, got oh, it's here. it's it's for when when you post like you it's out your, drinking with buddies. Account. You, you when, when, yeah. yeah, when you go out drinking with with your buddies or something, but you don't want the employer that you're applying to to see that. Yeah, uh, and even it's even for like you're a celebrity uh, mm. or you know a, a micro celebrity, you but you want to have a personal Instagram that like you actually keep up with your friends on and shit or, or you want like, like kind of how I use my Mastodon where like, it's just weirdly cathartic to be able to vomit your feelings somewhere. Even if it's somewhere where no one's actually going to identify you. That's a, that's my entire Twitch account. (laughs) I vomit my feelings and nobody sees it. I get it. It's nice to have someone to scream into the void every once in a while. Exactly. exactly. And, and I and I know of at least a couple of of YouTubers that they have a Finsta and that's where they post that sort of stuff. And they're like, you're never going to see it. You're not going to find it. So and then sometimes and, that backfires. And then they found yeah. it. Yeah. And, uh, who's, and then who's Aaron Hansen's wife. Didn't wasn't that like a big scandal? And mm-hmm. then and then there was. Jared, Susie, pro Jared, oh, right? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that that whole thing happened. Oh, man, um. Anyway, so this is kind of this. So this happens right on the heels. Did we talk about it last week? I think we did. Where Facebook or uh, fucking too many things. Meta. Uh, no, I'm thinking Twitter. Twitter oh. limited. The number of posts that you can view in the app. Um, it yeah. started with new unverified accounts can do 300 a day. Unverified accounts are 600 a day. And verified are limited to 6,000. Uh, and those, I think, have gotten pushed up. They were pushed up to, I, like, yeah. 800 posts for unverified account and 8,000. But think then I think it got I, moved up I again. think it's multiples of 10 last that I saw. So okay. it was it was uh, ten thousand, ten thousand, uh, a thousand, and, one, and something. something like that. Yeah, every change to Twitter lately feel like a baptism by fire. And it's, I guess the answer is is one hundred percent because it is. They're just throwing shit to the wall and seeing what sticks. It's because it's ma- like I used to like seven or eight years ago, right? I thought Elon Musk was. I didn't think he was a genius, but I thought he was a smart guy who at least thought through things and that's why tesla was becoming successful and stuff no he's fucking stupid yeah (laughs) it turns out he just lets everyone else make the good decisions yeah and he he comes out and just makes an absolute moron out of himself if he would have just 
been like I don't I didn't like Steve Jobs very much bunch, but like Steve Jobs had the good sense to shut up and not be seen. Yeah. <laughs> he knew when to get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. And let the let the people who actually knew what they were doing come out and and do things. Uh and and related to that uh, like this I don't think anybody anybody has any doubts about as soon as Elon took over Twitter, I think that Meta saw the writing on the wall, saw that Twitter was was going to eminently decline whenever they saw the stupid decisions that were being made. Yeah. And they just shat this out like as quick as they could. And the the amazing thing about it is that it is such a privacy nightmare. Facebook, Twitter, uh, like threads, but no uh, threads in particular. Okay, is uh, there's a fuckload of metadata in every post that you make. (laughs) Um, ah, meta, (laughs) ah, um, and according to a comment here, they can't launch in Europe because it would be illegal. They, they they are so. They're so non-compliant with European privacy regulation. <laughs> uh, and I just saw I just saw a uh, a post on on Mastodon, funnily enough, uh, mentioning that threads embeds your local time zone oh, in no. every post that you make that that could be really bad um for for celebrities. Yeah, like it's not gonna be. It wouldn't be bad. Like everybody knows, I'm on the Pacific time zone, right? Who who cares? But uh, there's a story. Uh, again, I don't care about these people, but Kim Kardashian. Uh, you know, she would post things on Instagram and and stuff, and they would be live, pretty much posts. She'd not schedule them out to to be posted a couple hours later. Which, by the by, if you're a celebrity, that's probably a smart thing to do. Just, you know, be like, hey, I, you know, this is where I was a few hours ago. Fucking don't stalk me. But she would do it live, which ended up getting people to know where she was at, like where she was staying. And so she ended up getting robbed while she was in Europe. And yeah. if. Yeah, that was and that was a big deal. And so now when she posts, she has like a, a few hour delay on it. So people aren't going to be able to track down her exact location like that. Yeah. Uh, but that being, um... that being said, having, you know, your time zone on there, that could at least narrow it down to be like, hey, they're in my time zone. I wonder if they're close by so I can rob them. Yeah, it, uh, it has uh, three fields uh, for time. There's taken at device underscore timestamp and time zone underscore offset. Uh, and there's a bunch of other other data in there that's just JSON that's just kind of attached to it in unencrypted network traffic. Interesting. Like, huh. That's... Really? That's not good. Yep. So, and, and people can just see this? Yeah. Oh, that's that's bad. That being said... Apparently, Elon Musk is is thinking about suing Facebook or Meta or whatever you want to call it. They're, yeah, they're, they're which, thinking about yeah, suing. Okay. Which, by the by, not gonna not gonna do anything because part of like let's say I have I have a website like like Twitter and I want to stop people from using it uh, or from from copying that layout and format. And I trademark it, which I don't think Twitter has that trademarked. But let's say it is trademarked. Uh, they're not going to be able to sue because they haven't enforced that trademark in the past. Like you can't say, oh, this one's actually a competitor. So that's why I am going to to sue it. Or actually because Parler came out, um, Truth Social, uh, Blue Sky, I think is is kind of out but there's there's been yeah, a lot of copycats there, there's there's been a lot of copycats uh, mastodon 
that yes, have come out. Like, Mastodon is the most blatant thing yeah. because like most most other products are based on Mastodon, if anything. Indeed. Like, truth literally is. Truth is literally just Mastodon. Yeah. And I don't know about what how Parlor was set up, but it's all or it, it's still I, it's still there, I isn't think it? Parlor Parlor is slash was its own stack, but I could be wrong. Uh there's also Gab. Gab oh, is, yeah. is like the other big one. I think they are a fork of Mastodon, but they are different enough at this point where they're not really comparable. Right. Uh they and... they've made some some nice changes to the to the background stack. For the record, um they're all awful. I will I well, awful from the standpoint of like social media in and of itself generally tends to be awful. Yes. But uh so far in my limited understanding uh and go figure because it has the biggest bankroll, uh Blue Sky has the biggest chance uh to in my mind of being like the next big social center. Um, primary reason being that they have a much, much better protocol for instances talking with each other. Uh, Cause like run, running my own Mastodon instance, uh, I've, I am just now looking at like memory usage on my server. And uh, I am blowing hold on here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen gigs. Yeah. Which I guess is like for Mastodon per. So that is just on database workers. That is just workers sitting there waiting for jobs to come in to manipulate Mastodon's backend Postgres database. You know, I'm very so the the keyword that you'll always hear with like deployable solutions is scalability. I'm surprised Mastodon doesn't have a small scale enterprise solution. Not enterprise, but like deployable. I I think that's the only way that they're going to be able to see any kind of like uh, you know, money or any kind of of growth in that aspect would Maybe. be that you'd you'd have to have a packaged product that you could give out and like essentially make it to where like you're a you're a brand or you're a company and you want to have like this is the uh fuck I don't know uh this is the general business company mastodon instance and the only people that can join are people who work at that company. And then you have a bunch of like internal communications and stuff, but then you can also make public posts. And I've had an idea for like just how to fix social media in general. And I think a lot of it is, yes, just a delete it. But I think a lot of it is who owns the data. Why is there Mm -hmm. not a platform where, and if you make a post that can, you know, it has metadata, like photos or documents, you know, whatever it is you want to share. But just have different interfaces to access that data. Much like uh, a Mastodon, you could have your own, you know, send receive protocols. But whether it's a Twitter or a Facebook or a MySpace or whatever, like it should be able to take that data and read it however it wants to be parsed. Like the fact that it's locked to one browser seems uh, one uh, flagship. I'll call seems like it's the biggest shortcoming of the entire situation. I I will say that at least. On the Twitter side, I have looked at their analytics solution and like you can export a lot of that stuff out into like other stuff for if you're a social media manager. But yeah, I I think that having something where you actually have your own personal data silo would be would be interesting. I I could almost see Microsoft rolling out because they they do have uh, is it is it Jabber? Is yeah, that yes, no, that's Cisco. Yes, Cisco that's Cisco. Gabber. No, uh, no, it's uh, Gabber. Then maybe they something. they have something that's part of the the like office ecosystem that teams. I don't think it's not Teams. It's its own thing. That's probably like it's basically a, a more like specific SharePoint site 
<laughs> but it but it like works as as a sort of internal social media thing where people can post uh like company events and stuff like that that's going on i hate and sharepoint I, well i just yeah, wanted every, to say everyone that does. Just everyone does i i know somebody on the sharepoint team at my current job and it, it's it, he hates it it's awful it's stupid but uh, I could almost see Microsoft like trying to repurpose that because, well, like, like everyone, especially with Threads finally coming out and seeing how many people are are jumping on there and how many brands are jumping on there, I think everyone's going to be jumping on this opportunity, uh, like just like fucking vultures or some shit, fe- feasting on the on the rotting carcass of Twitter, trying to get as many users and their data as possible. I mean, uh, all I'm that gonna... said, the, coming back to, to Blue Sky being the Twitter competitor, because uh, nobody talks about the fact that Blue Sky is also supposed to be a federated thing, and it has its own uh, federation protocol and all that. So I, I do think that has the best chance, because it seems like it's going to be the best of both worlds, and it's got Jack Dorsey backing it, and he's got a lot of money. I, I just think there's a lot of potential in that. Yeah, he has a lot of money. To... He he got he got all that money from uh from selling Twitter. <laughs> yes, and, and, and yeah, like I don't I don't think too highly of the guy himself, but I'm just saying if if you want anybody to hedge your bets on, it's kind of looking like Blue Sky is going to be the way to go. I I'm gonna pull this back to the to Twitter being sued, or Twitter suing Facebook or thinking about suing Facebook is apparently when, when Elon Musk decided that he was going to take over Twitter, he was like, you know what we need to do? We need to fire everybody that knows what the fuck they're doing. And so they cut off, they, they laid off thousands of people. Well, the reason why he is like, we, we can sue, we can sue for this is because Facebook then hired a lot of those people because, of course, they're going to be looking for jobs after they get fired, and they're like, oh, what are your qualifications? Well, we do social media stuff. And so what they're trying to say, what Elon is trying to say, is that because those employees used to be Twitter employees, that there were they must have shared inside information on how on like the networking protocol and all that for Twitter, like intellectual uh, property rights. Um, basically, it says Twitter intends to strictly enforce its intellectual property rights and demands that Meta take immediate steps to stop using any Twitter trade secrets or highly confidential information. Which I don't think that's what's happening. <laughs> I don't think that's what's it's. Honestly, I don't think it's probably it's probably not that hard to build a fucking Twitter clone without confidential secrets or intellectual pro- property or anything like that. Like considering Meta already had the foundation in the form of Instagram and yeah. Facebook, but yeah. Instagram is much closer. Like you basically just turn off the mandatory image part and you've got you've got threads. Exactly. It's it's dumb. This lawsuit will go nowhere. Uh, but what we will do is we will move on to another thing that doesn't go anywhere, which is blockchain video games. Yay! <laughs> hey, that was actually that's a that I was read a about this pretty good segue. And <laughs> wasn't bad. I read about this yesterday. Uh, I, I just completely separate. I didn't even know that you were going to make this a story, but it made me laugh. You want me to talk about it? Yes, I was, I, was, yeah. I was taking a drink of soda. And I was like, oh, he's oh, going to okay. keep talking. Oh, shit. He oh. wants me to reply. <laughs> you have our consent. Uh, uh, yeah, so a little while back, Sega had announced that they were, they were working on a little hush-hush super special project that was going to involve NFTs. And then everyone was like, oh, we don't care anymore. And it's been a little while since that came out and nobody was saying anything about it. And finally, uh, the COO, uh, well, one of the COOs of Sega, uh, told, uh, Bloomberg news that they're, uh, they're, they're just not going to bother 
right now. Um, the the actual quote was that the Sega will quote will withhold its biggest franchises from third party blockchain gaming projects to avoid devaluing its content. We're looking into whether this technology is really going to take off in this industry after all. Unquote. Uh, so, I mean, y- yeah, no shit. Like we listen, <laughs> we listened to the Reaton Entertainment podcast, and they said it was really fucking stupid. After decades of not listening to our audience, we decided to listen to our audience. Yeah, it seems nobody wants this piece of shit. Pretty much, yeah. Like, they, it's, they, it's dumb. They they were hoping to be able to essentially just cobble together a bunch of reused assets and throw out a cheap, shitty product that would get a bunch of whales coming in from the crypto boom and just be able to rake in money with zero effort. Uh, supposedly they were they're they're planning on rolling out some uh, some big budget online multiplayer focused super games uh, starting in 2026, which yeah, that, that was all part of that. Uh, something that I'm I'm still like kind of hopeful for, especially since they've decided to dump the uh, the web three aspects of it. Uh, or, or are supposedly reassessing the Web three aspects, which basically means that they're not they're not going to do it. Um, I'm that interested NFTs to see what that stuff? turns out to be. That what? Yeah, yeah. Web three is is the 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 brand friendly uh, blurb for uh, that that just an umbrella term for crypto and NFTs and all that bullshit. Uh, because right now we're, we're still technically in web 2.0, uh, even though that I think started around like 2000 ish, like that was browsers got tabs and JavaScript became normal. And that was the cutoff for web 2.0. Now we're in the modern age and then web three was supposed to be, now you can own digital assets by owning a, or buying a fucking receipt code like yeah you get yeah. this jpeg and it's it's your jpeg that's what it is oh, better oh, not yeah. right click that jpeg oh no they copied it oh darn well, well i still own it i still own it i have the i have the ticket i've got the golden ticket people it's, getting uh, upset that like the somebody with an nft profile picture getting called out by someone who just copied their nft profile picture is the funniest <laughs> thing to it, i love it I, lo- I love that I, I, so much of the internet just kind of let this NFT shit happen and then just said, yeah, no, this is fucking dumb. Fuck you. Can you imagine I... something founded on the free exchange of enterprise and ideals being limited to just yet another slot machine? It's, it's, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird how much, like, consumer-wise, Nintendo kind of hates their consumers in a lot of different ways. Um, like, you know, raising the prices of video games and all, like, their video games never go on sale. Or if they do, it's like, hey, you can get that $70 game for $65. Um, but sometimes they're just like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that uh, blockchain stuff because that seems like a scam. <laughs> We don't even understand how the internet works, to be honest. So we're not going to try that. And Sega was like, we're going to try the block out. Nope, it's shit. And I'm, I'm happy that people are coming to their senses. And I guess there was another story that I didn't link where another studio was talking about, like, the pay-to-earn games. Like, yeah. or play-to-earn. Play play-to-earn yeah, yeah, games. Yeah. Where... They're built in the blockchain, and if you play this game, then you'll get, you know, for however many hours, you'll get, like, one of our coins, and then Logan Paul rips you off for millions of dollars and doesn't get thrown in fucking prison like he should. But, um, they, you know, one of these studios was like, we were looking at it, but the problem with play-to-earn games is they suck. They're not fun games. And no one plays them. Yeah, and nobody plays them, so it doesn't matter. Um, like, like the only ones who do, who did play, like the the one fucking like monkey one. They were they were other crypto bros. 
that and crypto bros don't like trade nfts with each other or anything Not so there's hold. no economy there well, it's it's all uh holder right h-o-l-d or or h-o-d-l whatever uh where you you don't sell you just continue to hold on to it and hope that somebody else sells and the price goes up yeah yeah like like you have you have to have an economy for that to work and you're not you're not gonna get one it's not gonna happen yes we're gonna move on to our next story though which is uh it's beautiful it's stupid and beautiful and it's in canada this is from Engadget. It says, a Canadian judge has ruled that the popular thumbs up emoji not only can be used as a contract agreement, but is just as valid as an actual signature. The Saskatchewan, ba- I fucking said that word, based judge said that the ruling on the grounds that the courts must adapt to the new reality of how people communicate. This needs to be stricken down. Um it- I don't so, know what and, Supreme Court they have, but they need to be like, no, come on. The thing that, like, the thing with this that I that I felt was initially, yeah, I agree. I actually agreed with the judge before I read the rest of the article. Because my thinking was, you know, if if somebody says, hey... I'm going to do this thing or K, can I get your permission to do this thing? And the other party responds with a thumbs up. Yeah. I would say that that's enough to say that you consent to something. Uh, however, in the context of this specific thing, no, no, this, this is like, I don't know what the fuck this judge was thinking because this was not a guy. This was not the, the farmer who received this contract and supposedly agreed to it was responding to a message saying that here's here is the contract oh i like, see i see it was so... him acknowledging that he got the contract the 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 message was not saying hey here's this contract do you agree to it yeah that, was that makes... not what happened yeah so let's Go through some of the article. It says the case involved a grain buyer sending out a mass text to drum up clients and farmer agreeing to sell 86 tons of flax for around $13 per bushel. The buyer texted a contract agreement to the farmer and the farmer asked for the farmer to the farmer and asked for the farmer to confirm receiving the contract. He issued a thumbs up emoji as receipt of the document, but backed out of the deal after flax prices increased. So I completely dis, I agree with you and disagree with the judge that this was not like if I, if I send Connor something and Connor sends me or, or Connor sends me a contract saying, Hey, we have to play shadow run at least three times a month and otherwise you owe me five dollars and do you do you confirm that you receive this and i give you a thumbs up that's not me it's not an actual contract i'm not giving you five dollars a month no um and the buyer sued the farmer arguing that the thumbs up represented more than just a receipt of the contract it represent represented agreement to the conditions of the contract and a judge agreed ordering the farmer to cough up nearly $62,000, likely causing a string of puke emojis. And then a week later, the flak factory was set on fire. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like, I, I, I hope that the... I'm assuming this is something that you can appeal? appeal uh, yeah, weird? yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope that the, the farmer appeals this because this is ridiculous. I would imagine that their system is set up similar to ours uh, in so far as each province probably has like their own Supreme Court and then they have like a Supreme Court. I don't know what it would be called in Canada, but like a Canadian Supreme Court. Um, so I would imagine it's going to go to like some appeals court and it's going to get stricken down because that's just stupid. This whole thing is stupid. Uh, it, it, it's just that like appeals are, are weird, particularly in civil. Con- 
yeah. cases, so I don't, I don't know. I, it's $62,000. It would not be a civil case. Civil cases only go up to like $10,000. So, mm, you know. But pretty uh, sure. it would, I guess since it is pretty contract sure? law, that would be different. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 let, let me let me back out there. You're and thinking say of that small claims, course. I am course, thinking of small claims, not civil cases, which is different. But I, yeah. but it could still be civil. But with contracts and I don't know, it could still be appealed. I imagine. Anywho, I would fucking hope so. Anywho, is there such thing as like criminal marketing or like? This seems like it shouldn't be legal to be like, oh nope, he responded. I'm going to charge him. Oh, didn't pay him, suing him. Like. These yeah. people shouldn't be allowed to be in business. No, it, it does very much like have the same feeling as those dudes that would like put copyrighted content on the Pirate Bay and then sue people for downloading it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's bad. Connor reminded me earlier of something, and then we'll move on. It's a story. There's a town nearby me that everything is Western themed. So everything is like you, you drive through the town, it all like kind of looks like it's Western, even though it's newer stuff. Um, and there was a McDonald's that was getting put in. And it was, it was, you know, the McDonald's is very much the same everywhere you go. Real talk, if I was that McDonald's manager, I would totally flex in on that. Like there's that Roswell McDonald's that looks like a UFO. Well, I'd have the Wild West McDonald's. Well, here, here's, the, here's the deal. You know they're pretty. They're all the same, and they were they were they were said, "Hey," or they said, "Hey, we want you, McDonald's, to have a Western theme," and McDonald's said, "No, we build all of our buildings the same, and or similar, so that way when people are driving through, they see the same. You know, they're like, "Hey, that's McDonald's," and they can go into it." And so they built the McDonald's. McDonald's built the McDonald's to be like all the other McDonald's. And a week before it opened, it mysteriously caught on fire. Hell yeah. And now we have a Western-themed McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. That, so that, that just reminded me, you saying the flax catching on fire, just reminded me that sometimes shit like that does happen. It just, I don't it, know how it happened. Just It's caught on fire mysteriously. I think uh, it's what needs to happen. We can't allow this to continue. Ha like, if the law's not going to step in and be like, hey, quit being a cunt, then th other forces should intervene that prevent people from being cunts. Okay, I'm going to drop one of the stories because Nick Lotus isn't here today. Um, you can guess which one. Uh, we're going we're gonna to move back. We're going to talk about Twitter one last time uh, because I forgot to put him in the proper order. But there was that 600, 800, 1,000 tweet limit that you can read, et cetera, et cetera, oh, et cetera. Yeah. And apparently that, as you might have guessed, has backfired. Just so you know, because uh, we didn't go into too much explanation about that, but on the app, I haven't seen it because I don't go on the app that much, but on the app, not on your web browser, when you're scrolling through the tweets... After you reach a threshold of tweets that you have viewed, it will stop loading up new tweets and say, hey, you've reached your limit. We, because I don't know. They're dumb. Please pay $10. Exactly. But that'll keep people from data scrapping. Yeah, whatever. Except it won't. It won't. It won't at all. Um. So there was something that Nick Lotus posted. This was from Nine News. It says in Boulder, Colorado, at 8.13 p.m. Tuesday, a severe weather lashed parts of Denver area. Uh, the National Weather Service office in Boulder posted a message on Twitter saying was having trouble keeping up with the storms. Uh, the reason Twitter, where CEO Elon Musk has announced days earlier that non-paying customers like the Weather Service's Boulder office would be limited to seeing tw 600 tweets a day. So they had seen too many tweets, and it says, due to issues with the Twitter rate limits, we are unable to access most tweets at this time. Uh, our other social media accounts or... Uh, I'm sorry, the, before urging people to send their observation through other social media accounts or direct through the email or phone lines. If only that there were is, some platform androgynous way to access social media content. If only. 
why don't why isn't there a separate like I don't like the you know separating like famous people or or certain ent- entities and their own things right but you would think that things like the National Weather Service would be exempt from these rate limits it's almost as if this was done half-heartedly and fucking because one random dumbass decided that he wanted to test it out and it could literally lead to people dying because they can't see the tweets from the National Weather Service. Well, I would say, and then one week later they set Twitter on fire, but I, I don't even know where they're at anymore. They don't own the building. Uh, they lost their building. So. Right. One, of, one of the major buildings, they lost it because they didn't pay rent. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like. I do see the argument, and this is this is me being basically devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. I do see the argument that Twitter, at the end of the day, is a private entity. They are they are a platform, but not like an open platform. There's no there's no obligation for them to work for anybody really, besides maybe their advertisers. So. Like the, the there yeah. there is the idea that maybe the National Weather Service and and individual branches or whatever it, it groups that are working alongside or for the National Weather Service should have their own method of sending out notifications to people and they shouldn't be relying on a separate company for that. Well, here's here's the, the, deal. the obvious argument is that everyone uses Twitter. Right. Why wouldn't you just post everything on Twitter? That is the argument, and here's another argument. Twitter, Facebook, these these major, maybe not the, the smaller ones like Mastodon instances or Blue Sky yet or anything like that, but the major ones, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, they should be handled as utilities. And that way there can be a set of government regulations where if Twitter wanted to do a stupid thing like this, the government could step in and say, hey, you can't limit the number of tweets somebody can see a day because that's really stupid. And, well, it, or, and, or at the very least, you'd have to have a sort of whitelisting system. So you'd have yeah. you'd have places like this, like, like the National Weather Service, where they always have access and, and individuals can always see tweets from these groups no matter what yeah. because they are – they are public service announcements, more or less. And I, 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 I don't and see that ever happening in America. It could, but, it could know. happen, and um, it probably won't. You're correct, but it, but it, it could happen. Uh, like we treat phones as a utility because, of course, they are. So, yeah, but because that legislation also passed whenever the government oh, still gosh. like had a a some semblance of giving a shit about its citizenry yes you know so what that what that also did was you know i have i have a google fi and you have a different internet or you have a different cell phone company mm-hmm. um i can call you and it'll you know it's not going to block the number it's not going to say hey you can only get phone calls or give phone calls to people that are also on your same network. So they were able to limit that, or they were able to, because they're listed as a utility, the government can say, hey, you can't limit calls between different services. Uh, and so if we handled Twitter and Facebook, all of those as a utility, they could have some things and be like, hey, you can't, you know, there there's some regulation here that you can't, you know, just arbitrarily change things because some idiot decided that he wanted to on a whim. That's my argument, and I'm gonna stick with it. And I think it's, I think it would be fair to do something like that. But again, as you said, that was when the the government actually gave a shit about its citizens, and we have at least, at least. Fifty percent of the people in our government don't give a shit about the majority of the people in the United States, mm-hmm. uh, and and I'm saying at least because it's probably more than that. There's 
probably more like 70% don't really give a shit. Anyway, uh, hopefully they change this and just remove that rate limit because, as Connor was saying, it's supposed to not be able to scrape data, but if you're able to view it in your web or like your web browser without the rate limit, then it's not going to do anything, correct? Connor? This is just, yeah, this is just hindering people who use the app. I'm guessing so that they pay for it using. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's, it, it, fuck. Every time I think it through, it makes less and less sense. You want to pay for an app? <laughs> Like, like you want to pay for Twitter Blue on your iPhone, you got to give Apple a cut of that too, which is just going to jack up the price. Fuck. Elon, get the fuck out of here. You're making everything worse. Yeah, and it's $8 a month on Android, $11 on iPhone, or $8 if you sign up through the web, which is what uh, a lot of people will do, is they'll just go on like Safari and sign up on there and then go back into the app on the iPhone. Uh, same thing happened does... with same thing happened with Netflix because Netflix was not wanting to have them pay the fee. So what Netflix would do is it would be like, "Here, you want to sign up in the app? Press this button, and then it would open in Safari and make you pay for it in there." Mm, yeah, uh, was it the uh, Bandcamp? Whatever. Uh, Bandcamp the, the did, the same, did the same sort of thing. Uh, which that that is changing, by the way, uh, at least on the, on the Apple side. Uh, that's good. That's already a, that's already a thing that you can use a third party payment provider. Uh, I think that was part of that was either part of the Epic lawsuit or there was something else that happened in Europe that that forced it to happen. But Probably. either way, a- Apple has to allow third party payment processors. Good. They they should. I am excited. Uh, to not have to ever join Twitter Blue because th- that sounds like a bad idea. It's it's awful. Don't if if you are on the fence, if you are sitting here listening to this podcast and you're like, man, I might want to get Twitter Blue. Uh, don't, <laughs> Just don't do it. What you want to do is you want to go to PayPal.me forward slash read and give me eight dollars, and then I will tell you not to get Twitter Blue. <laughs> Uh, I would like the, the thing about Twitter Blue too is uh, the few times that I do go to Twitter, I just like mentally filter out everyone with a blue check mark. Me too. Oh, and, and I, he- uh, that is like a pretty common sentiment. Yeah, it's sad. It really is because a lot of people who pay for Twitter Blue have like a hundred followers and terrible terrible ideas of how the way the world works 99 percent of the time it's someone with their head so far up their ass they're just trying to get into an echo chamber yeah um i did download an 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 app that's like called old or an extension for chrome called old twitter and oh some, yeah somebody was like why does this load so much faster than the actual <laughs> twitter and he's like because i'm a better program than the programmer than they are <laughs> like uh, okay well, and- it, it's that probably and also that like there's probably a lot of fucking stupid useless telemetry data and j- javascript that's like coming and being loaded in and then having to hydrate in the browser that takes eight years to fucking render like it i could go on about how modern web development is a fucking joke i also think that this because i'm looking at it right now and you can disable looking and seeing the blue check marks in the in the app or or in it's funny in chrome but i am curious if because i just enabled it so i can see the blue check marks now and i think that with the old twitter extension it not only gets rid of the blue check marks uh but it also makes it so that they're not filtered to the top because the thing about the blue check marks is you have to scroll down, especially if it's a really, you know, somebody like hundreds of comments are on the post. You have to scroll down like a significant amount to not see blue check oh, marks. Yeah. Because 
they are on top that's of by it. design yeah yeah so uh from what i'm seeing and i'm just yeah i'm seeing it showed blue check marks and i don't i don't see them being on the top so i think that with the old twitter extension it goes back to the actual you know hey this is a popular reply instead of only blue check marks are on the top so that's pretty nice anyway uh i would like to thank both of you for being here thank you connor yeah thank you aurora yeah i gotta i gotta piss all right i will see you all both next week uh same bat time same bat channel goodbye goodbye <laughs>